It's time for this week's Uplift. Three ordinary guys that want you to find the freedom that is available by knowing our Lord Jesus Christ. So sit back and enjoy Uplift, brought to you by the Fulcrum Center. Visit our site at thefulcrumcenter.org. Hey, Chad, how are you tonight? <laughs> Doing all right. Hey, did you know something's missing? Uh, no, not. Oh, wait a minute. There is somebody missing here. <laughs> yeah, Ian had a conflict tonight. Yeah. So you got myself. I'm Phil Bliss. I'm Chad McLeish. And this is Uplift. And we ha- Ian had a conflict. Now, we didn't tell him that the conflict was that we moved to a different night and didn't tell him. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> he had a family conflict, a, a, a matter to be at this evening when we decided to record. So, uh, But that's okay. We've got a, a pretty interesting topic. Yeah. So like so many of the things we've been talking about the last couple of weeks, it, you, know, it, um, you know, at first glance, it might seem like it's kind of heavy or whatever, but we're going to turn it into being uplifting and we're going to actually kind of reassure people and hopefully make people will feel more comfortable about it. Right, right. Mm-hmm. Did you happen to see the moon the other night? I did. Did you see it when it was orange? Uh, no. Okay, I didn't stay up that late either. No. But that kind of prompted this whole discussion tonight because in Matthew 24, um, especially, it says, you know, the sun will be darkened, the moon will turn to blood before the great and terrible day of the Lord. Mm-hmm. So, great for many, terrible for others. But, uh, Anyway, there have been how many lunar eclipses since that was written? Right. That's right. You know, mm-hmm. and but it just seemed like this past week has been a flurry of activity of people saying that this is the end. Mm-hmm. Well, inflation, and they're quoting Revelation. I can't remember the exact verse. It says uh, a pound of wheat for a day's wages, mm-hmm. and don't forget the oil and wine. Yeah. And sure, inflation is extreme right now. Mm -hmm. Gas prices are just disgusting right now. Um, It's quite an adjective. I'm going to sell my truck just to buy gas. (laughs) It just doesn't work that way. So anyway, you know, a lot of people are really saying, well, this is the end. This is the end. But we need to remember what Jesus said. Mm -hmm. In Mark chapter 13, verse 32, he says, of that day and hour, no one knows. Not the angels, not the Son, only the Father. That's right. And then he goes on in verse 37, what I say to you, I say to all, watch. Mm-hmm. Just watch. Now, don't be completely, you know, don't, think, don't forget about it completely, but at the same time, don't get so enthralled with it that it consumes you. Mm-hmm. Right. It can happen. Oh, very easily to all of us. Yeah. Yeah. So last fall, uh, I don't remember. It was October, November, whatever. I really just got it. I just kind of got into this um, depression about this topic. Okay. You know the end times and and all that. And I was listening to and consuming a lot of uh, pastoral teachings and uh, prophets on YouTube and and all these things and just listening to a bunch of different sermons and. There's so many prophets out there on YouTube and, and things like that. And these are like big church pastors and just people that are, you know, uh, who've been in the Christian faith for a long time. And they're out there making all these predictions. 
And uh, there was one in particular, and I don't know that it's a mega church, but it's close to a mega church in size. A, a, this is a pastor who's been around for a long time, and you know, he he made the comment, "We're all going to be with Jesus very soon," mm-hmm. and it was almost like it was going to be in a matter of weeks. Was what he was inferring oh, from, from the conversation, and I immediately was to use my adjective. You said disgusting. I'm going to say repulsed. Because in, in in my spirit, I was repulsed by that, and I turned it off, and I turned on God, mm. and I started having a conversation with him about it because it really bothered me, and I can't quite put my finger on at the time. I guess I should say I can't quite put my finger on why it bothered me, but he pointed out to me why it was bothersome because it was bothersome to him, mm. because number one. Any pastor or prophet or anybody out there putting dates on things are just not following his yeah. word. Yeah. They're not following his uh, his spiritual uh, guidance, and they're not following his word. So, you know, you've got these people out there on uh, you know these different you know social medias and and YouTubes and whatever, and they're out there doing they're putting like charts and graphs together and. They've got these timelines, and they're they, they're doing all this stuff, and they're predicting this stuff, and they're saying, well, this happened on this date, and this happened on this date, and they they've got it all lined out on a line chart or a calendar, and they're saying the end time's going to happen here, and they're predicting all this stuff, and you know they've been doing this for a couple hundred years at least, mm-hmm. and not to say to make light of it and say that we're not living in the end times. But the, the, when I sought the Lord on this, which is my advice to everybody, mm-hmm. but when I sought the Lord, because I sought him for real, like because it was bothering me a lot. And, and when I sought him uh, very, very strongly and passionately about it, you know, he said, stop listening to man because no man on earth knows. There's well, not a there's not a saying that. Yeah, there's not a man or woman on this earth that knows when when he's going to uh, make his moves as far as end times. But, you know, the other thing he taught me was we've been in the end times since the day of Pentecost mm-hmm. or the Ascension. I yep, should yeah. say the from, Ascension. From the Ascension. Right. right. So, when, so when Jesus ascended 2,000 years ago, whatever it was, close to 2,000 years ago, whatever, when, when Jesus ascended, Okay, that was the beginning of the end times. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you remember in Scripture, it said that then, that in, I think it's in Revelation, but I could be wrong about that. But anyway, it said that basically uh, one of the conditions for reaching the end of the age is that the, that the gospel or the word will be preached to all corners or all ends of the earth. Right. It's in Daniel chapter 9. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I was way of, off. Of one, one of the places. It may be in Revelation as well, but I know in Daniel chapter 9, it is, it's part of it. Okay. Yeah. So, okay. So, but basically, uh, it's in the scriptures that, that that's one of the conditions for the end of the age. Well, you know, who knows? But um, I've heard a lot of pastors talking about it. I've, 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 I've researched a lot of it. I've read the book of Revelation several times. Our message tonight that we talked about before we came on camera was, don't let it bother you. Yeah. Don't let it bother you and seek the Lord for your own, his own word to you for it. And um, focus on what matters. Focus on what matters. Like, 
you know, doing our work and uh, in, in helping others and doing, you know, having our own relationship with God and, you know, reading our scriptures and doing all the things that we do, seek the Holy Spirit, all these things, uh, you know, be, live your, live your Christian life and uh, let God handle that. Yeah. And I, actually, I need to correct myself. It's Daniel chapter 12. Not chapter nine. Okay. I'm thinking of chapter nine for a different reason, but it's Daniel chapter twelve. But yes, that's exactly what we want to say. I want to give a little bit of a testimony. Mm-hmm. Mine goes back a little further to the year 2000. Okay. Okay. I was 30 years old, <clears throat> so now you know how old I am. <laughs> um, I was convinced not by reading the Bible. By, re- by reading Tim LaHaye and Jerry Jenkins' Left Behind, by reading a website. I'm not going to mention the website name, but it, was, it still is a very popular rapture. And I put that in air quotes, yeah. website. Yeah. Um, but anyway, I was convinced that Rosh Hashanah that year was going to be the end. Mm-hmm. And at the time, my daughter was not born yet. She was born in October, mm-hmm. and her mother was having early labor pains. Uh-huh. And I was in the hospital, laying on the hospital floor, because they didn't have a a place for me, even a chair for me. So I'm laying on the hospital floor thinking, it's going to hit midnight, this is all going to be over, because this was in September when she was having these false labor pains. And I fell asleep, heard a noise, probably somebody walking down the hall, and I woke up, hey, that's it. No, it wasn't it. After that, that next day, I was like, God, I, I don't know why I fell for that. But what do I do to get out of it? And he kind of did the same thing with me. I, I really sought him out, and he he walked me through and showed me by reading the Bible mm-hmm. where I was going wrong and yeah. why it's not good to listen to other people. Right. That now I, I, we got to be careful. There are a lot of good teachers mm-hmm. and pastors and evangelists and prophets and apostles out there. Yeah. But there's a lot that don't. They're seeking their own glory, or they're teaching for their own pride. Um, we've been warned about them quite a bit in the Bible, mm-hmm. and there's lots of penalties for them mm-hmm. coming too right. for for misleading people. I misled people at one time, but I've repented of that and I've turned away from that, and now I seek God in all that I do. And I, I might still mislead someone, but God corrects me. Mm-hmm. So. What I guess my first warning is, don't get caught up in the fact that there was a lunar eclipse. Don't get caught up in the fact that inflation is very high right now. Don't get caught up in these things so much that you, number one, predict that the end is coming, or number two, listen to someone that is predicting the end is coming. There's another really popular one going around right now. I don't know if you've heard of it. it. If I were to say... Of all the things that I've heard, this one has the most merit, but I'm not buying into it still. And I say it has the most merit because in Daniel chapter 9, that's why uh, it was stuck on my mind. Um, People use this to come up with all kinds of doctrines, and I'm not going to get into that, but there's a part where it says that from the time the sacrifice has ended until Messiah Mm -hmm. and and with the sealing up of all prophecy and everything, there shall be 69 and 7 weeks. So a total of 70 weeks or 77-year periods. Okay. But then he goes on, and I think it's in Revelation, 
So that's just the first part. People try to make doctrines out of that, out of Daniel chapter 9. Mm-hmm. I heard a really good one once too. But anyway, um, then in Revelation it talks about 1,290 days and 1,335 days. So he, he, relating back to Daniel 9, John is in Revelation is talking about the time period mm-hmm. of the Antichrist, yeah. if you will. Mm-hmm. And it says... You know, this will happen for 1,290 days. Blessed is the one who who perseveres and lasts to the end of 1,335 days. So someone has taken 1,335 and said, well, that's years. A lot of times when God said a day, he meant a year mm-hmm. in the Bible, okay? Yeah. So they said, well, the dome of the rock or the abomination that causes desolation, which was in Daniel 9, was erected in 681 A.D., if you add 1,335 years to that, you get 2026. Mm-hmm. So they're saying that the return of Christ will be in 2026. Mm-hmm. So, and I said, if any of them have merit, that one does simply because of the 1,335 days making it a year. But that would also mean that that 1,290 days would have to start sometime in, if it's days, and again, that could be years too. But if there's truly three and a half year tribulation period, sorry, I don't believe in a seven year tribulation. Um, if there truly is three and a half years before the return of Christ in a time of great trial, it would have to start in February next year, mm. February, March time frame. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. I'm not going to worry about it. I'm going to uh. I'm going to take my beach vacation this summer and I'm going <laughs> to fulfill my new job that I got and I'm going to live for God this summer yeah. and into the winter. We've talked before on on this uplift program about where is your heart? Yeah. And that's all God cares about. Yes. Where is your where is your heart? And he wants you to be do, going about your work as a Christian. He wants you to do all the things we talk about. And he wants you to live in in his in a relationship with him with the Holy Spirit and be studying the, the scripture and let that go. You know, like yes, I, let I, it go. I let it go. I mean, Absolutely. It's, it will not bring you any joy. I can't imagine how it could bring anyone any joy to sit and fret over the, the, the coming of the end of the age. Um, you know, there are people, there are a lot of people who look forward to it and, and they're, you know, like so many people, like you'll see like on Facebook or any, you know, even maybe people that you talk to in person, they're like, they can't wait to be raptured out. They can't wait to be raptured out. You know, that's what they want. Well, he never promised us that in our life or and, and those sorts of things. You know, he just promised us what our life is going to be like. Right. And he told us and he told us how to live it. And so that's what we need to do, because we don't know. We don't know. You know, like I say, for for probably hundreds of years, people be have been predicting the end of time and it'll come someday. But will it happen in our lifetimes? I mean, no one knows. So I would not worry about it. I've been down that path, and that did not lead to fruit. I mean, there was no fruit on that tree. So <laughs> I'll tell you something, Chad. For six years, until that time in 2000, for six years, I was so wrapped up in it. Yeah. The 
all that all that stuff and for six years and it was a long grueling six years yeah the last 22 years just spending time with god and getting to know god yeah. and living for him have been there's been some rough times sure but have been incredible compared to those six years yeah, yeah. it is amazing when you just let go of that mm-hmm. just do what jesus said mark thirteen thirty seven. watch yeah be ready Work on your relationship with him, and he'll take care of the rest. Right. We're not going to change it anyway. No. And we're not going to know when it is. No, we won't. No, we won't. And, you know, it's just up to us to continue our walk in our relationship. And, and you know, he may change his own uh, timeline based on what happens yeah. on on Earth. I mean, that's absolutely the, right. The will, the will, the will of his church may change. He may change his lifetime. We've seen this in Scripture where God has changed His plan with something mm-hmm. because His people prayed over it. Mm-hmm. So you know, I mean, our, I think our goal is to try to uh, encourage other people to you know, uh, have their own relationship with the Lord and accept Jesus as their Savior and to save people. You know, that's not all that yeah. we're supposed to do, but that's a part of what we're supposed to do. Is we're, A part of what we're supposed to do is to uh, encourage other people and save them uh, and, and and get them in relationship with God and, and, and all that. And so if we pray that we may, you know, uh, do this, I mean, there's a possibility that he may even change his timeline. Uh, only he knows that. We won't yeah. know that. Maybe someday we will know that, but we right. we aren't going to know it here. You it, know, I just thought of this tonight, just when you said that, that maybe perhaps Jesus said no one knows, not even the Son, because God may not have decided right. at that time. Right. Like you said, maybe he's just waiting he doesn't have to set a date. No. He could be just waiting to see how we, he knows what we're going to do. Right. But he's letting us see right. what we're going to do. Right. You know, we can we can repent and have the greatest, greatest awakening mm-hmm. in any moment. Right. Mm-hmm. Or he could say, okay, you know what, that's it. That's it. You know, you guys were all wrong. Here it is. And, and, it, and it'll fit scripture too. Right. If he comes tonight... It'll fit scripture. Everybody will go, well, what about the seven years? What about the three and a half? He'll show us yeah. how it fit. Yeah. So <laughs> you're absolutely right. Yeah. We, we've just got to live our life and not focus on that. It's a matter of focus, you know? Yeah. And that's one thing, you know, like Ian had preached about uh, not super long ago was focus. And that's a great message for all of us. I think it was this winter, you know, maybe yeah, December, January, whatever. Those he had kind of done a, a uh, you know a message about it on a Sunday morning. Focus, and that's what we need to do. Mm-hmm. You know, we need to focus, and we need to control our heart. We need to control what we can control, which is our relationship and our heart and our focus and what we're doing. Scripture, Holy Spirit, relationship with God. Focus on those things. You know, do do the things that we are supposed to do as Christians. Minister to others. Help other people. Do those things and let God take care of the rest. Absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, if you are caught up in this right now and you don't know where to turn, or if you're worried that this is the end, or if you're worried about how you're going to put gas in your tank or how you're going to put food on the table, 
those are legitimate worries. I understand people get worried about things, but what God taught me, and I want to teach you now, is you just take a moment, even even just a moment, longer is better, even just a moment to stop and just put everything aside and just close your eyes and pray, mm-hmm. asking him to help you through it. He will every single time. I have never asked God to help me with anxiety, and he said, nope, not right now. Right. He's never said that. He's always eased everything for me in that moment. And you get to the point where you're, you're not asking anymore because the anxiety's gone. Yeah. You build that relationship with God, and he continues to grow in you in, in ways that we can't even begin to understand because it's so supernatural. Mm-hmm. But he alters us when we build our relationship with him, when we read the Bible, when we pray, mm-hmm. when we fast, when we journal, when we go through spiritual disciplines, he will bring us through and, and strengthen us. Yeah, absolutely. You know, the, we have so much more to learn. We all have so much more to learn. I mean, the past few weeks have just been incredible that what I've been learning that has been in front of my, right in front of my eyes for, you know, my entire Christian life. But it's never clicked. And things have been clicking and clicking and clicking more and more. Mm-hmm. You know, there are so many things that, you know, two 2,000 years, well, let's go back to the beginning of time in the time of Genesis and creation. God put everything we need on this planet for us to survive. He put all the the food, the clothing, uh, the supplies, all the uh, energy, uh, oxygen, everything we need, water, everything we need, he put here at the time of creation. He's never created more water. He's never <laughs> created more <laughs> oxygen. He's never created these things. So he's created oh but my. so there's so many learnings and things that most people, including myself, still have to learn. There's a lot of learning that's gotta take place wow. in the in the body of Christ before we get to the end time, I believe. Yeah. There's in basic things about creation and in our relationship, you know, Jesus died on the cross for us 2,000 years ago. Uh, he didn't die just for our salvation. He died for our healing as well. And, you know, I, one pastor pointed this out, and it never dawned on me, that on the cross, Jesus bore all the sicknesses and illnesses and diseases mm-hmm. on the cross. He bore them for us physically, mm-hmm. Okay. A lot of people don't really know or understand that. Why? Because we have the power and authority in us to heal ourselves and others. Amen. And we and and you know the the church, the body of Christ, us. We we've missed this. We 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 haven't understood it. We haven't touched on it. There are so many basic teachings from thousands of years ago. That we've we've just not touched. We haven't, uh, in, you know, we haven't um, sought after. These are the things we need to focus on, 
and not worry about the future. Absolutely. You know, and, and absolutely. And you know, we're we're uh, the three of us here all have gift of prophecy at, at some mm-hmm. level and at some point. And we've probably all three have gotten carried away with it at times. Like we've been, mm-hmm. we've overshot. Yeah. Oh, you know, yeah. Like, you know, like maybe the Lord's given us a word about something. And, 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 our, own, yeah. e- and our own eagerness, in our own, uh, you know, energy, we've, we've taken it too far. We, we've, and I'm guilty and I've repented of it. And you mentioned you had too. Mm-hmm. We just need to learn about what God has provided for us, learn what that is, and learn how to manifest it. The Holy Spirit, the uh, all the the spiritual gifts that He's given us, um, you know, all those things. We need to manifest those in the flesh, to, on with ourselves and with other people. So that's what we need to focus on. Mm-hmm. That's what the body of Christ needs to focus on. And, and we, we well, oftentimes we don't because we're out chasing shiny things. Yes. That do not matter. And, you know, Jesus said, don't worry about the things that the moth will eat and the rust will take away. You worry about what God can take away. Right. I had a friend one time. Uh, he's not a Christian. Good guy, but he's not a Christian. Uh, we were talking about stuff, and he said, you know, he said, I just don't worry about possessions. And we weren't very old when we were having this conversation. We were in our mid-20s or whatever. And he's not a Christian. He's not a Christian. Okay. But we That's had this conversation, not from a Christian aspect, but he said, I don't worry about possessions anymore because, you know what? He said, if I had a bunch of money in the bank, he said, you know, the government or inflation or something could come along and make it worthless. I don't worry about how many vehicles I have because they'll either break down or rust away or catch on fire or whatever will happen to them. He's like, they aren't going to last forever. And he talked about all this stuff. And I was like, wow. I was like, that's actually pretty wise. Yeah, he does. Because he's like, the more stuff you have, the more stuff you have to worry about. But, you know, uh, I know we're kind of getting a little off topic here. But it's like, we really just got to focus on what's important. And that's our own learning and understanding of stuff that has been in our yeah. face yeah. for our entire Christian life that we just, the light bulb hasn't gone off. And we haven't applied it in our lives and then to help other people in their lives. And that's that's just what God has really been talking to me about uh, over the past month. And mm-hmm. it, so- it sounds like you too. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. A lot. Yeah. And, you know, one thing that has really been heavy on my heart lately, and I want to encourage everybody tonight, and I heard someone mention something that's I thought a lot of people knew was in the Bible. And this person said, I had never heard that before. And that made me realize, well, I don't know if this person's read the Bible ever or not. And, and it, he obviously missed this part, okay? But it really got me thinking that I know there are so many people that won't read the Bible because they're afraid of it. It's too big. They don't understand it. It's Maybe they believe the myth that it's not applicable to, for today, which that is highly untrue. Right. But I want to encourage you to just try it out. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying you have to read the whole thing. 
I don't even, I'm not even going to tell you where to begin. You just pick it up and open it and read one sentence. Mm -hmm. Just one sentence. Can you do that for me? One sentence. And then tomorrow, read two. And, you know, don't go three, four, five. Don't tell me. Just start doing it. Read a paragraph. Read a page. Read a chapter. See if it doesn't change your life. Mm -hmm. I'm not saying put God to the test, but... This is something where God will prove himself. Right. If you take that chance, he will prove himself to you that you will understand what you need to understand. You may not understand it all, but you will understand what you need to understand. You will grasp the concepts that he's trying to provide because he will make it happen. Mm-hmm. It's not you making it happen. Sure, I don't understand the Bible. God helps me understand it. The Holy Spirit helps me understand it. Right. God, the Holy Spirit. So, yeah, yeah I mean, that's it. true. And, and don't have guilt when you don't understand yeah. it. I yeah. mean, because you're going to read things, and, and it was written in a different time, and it was written, even even though it was in a different time, it absolutely still affects us today. But the, part, the, the point of the matter is, it was written when things had different meanings. You know, like, through, like you had discussed the camel going through the eye of the needle. Yeah. And you taught what that really meant. And it wasn't that, you know, like God was saying that, you know, a camel would go through the eye of a sewing needle. That's right. Not, that's not what that meant. But Right. But so don't feel guilty when you look at that and you're like, I don't understand this. Don't shut it and put it down. And don't feel guilty about not understanding it. That just means that you need to ask more questions and do more research. Right. You know, because like you say, the Bible, yes, it was written thousands of years ago, uh, but it's still every bit as pertinent today as it was then. It's just we have to seek an understanding of the language that it was written in. And we have to understand the meaning behind what was said because it doesn't always, it's not always right in your in your face. It, right. it, it's not, it wasn't written 10 years ago. It was written 2,000 years ago you know the new testament but so so their their way of life their their uh, their culture was different than what we experience and all of those sorts of things but don't let it stop you actually let that encourage you right let that be your your um you know your springboard to say okay i don't understand this but i'm going to research it because there's so much information out there that is good that will explain it. Yeah. You know, whether you buy a study Bible or, you know, you can go on and there's all sorts of online biblical resources to where you can you can search uh, a scripture and it'll kind of give you the background information to it. You know, like when I bought a study Bible, it was just mind blowing. Like the things that yeah, the, the same. Yeah, yeah. Because you know, like you, you know, like a lot of people read the old, the, the King James version, and I've read a lot in the King James version, and then I read the whatever NIV, whatever modern version you pick up, and you still, it's like okay, well, this makes a little more sense. But then when you get a study Bible and it gives you all the background information, it's just like the light bulbs just really start going off. It's like, right. wow. Right. And um, But that's that's the, the most important thing is just we have so much more to learn. We're not even close to scratching the surface on so much. And it will drastically change your life when you start 
being able to understand the, the authority and power we have to heal ourselves and heal other people of major diseases and illness that God gave us 2,000 years ago. It's a game changer. Oh, yeah. But we got to stop chasing after the stuff that we, number one, that we have no authority over. We have no control over. And even Jesus doesn't, doesn't know the day or time. Only God knows. So let God deal with it. And let God worry about that. Right. And just focus on the things that you can, which is your own growing and your own learning. And walk your daily walk. Amen. Yeah. Amen. It really is not difficult to do. Mm-hmm. And it's worthwhile. It will change your life mm-hmm. for the good. And then you won't worry about the end times. Right. You won't because they'll take care of themselves. And you'll be so focused on, on Jesus day to day, you won't worry about the end times. No. Yeah, and, and, and find the joy in it. Yeah. You know, find the joy in learning and seeking all these things that he's promised us. He's, if we would just focus on all the things he's promised us, there, we, we could live 300 years and find joy in that path. Yep. But we, we have, you know, our lives are short. So it's like by the time, you know, we get to the end of our age, we st- there's probably still a lot of things we still haven't learned yet. So right, it's like the, right. those, those are the things to focus and, and learn on. You know, there's something I don't find joy in. That's telling you and everybody else that we're out of time. I know. <laughs> it's amazing, isn't it? It is. Well, we, it was funny. In full disclosure, when we sat down, we were like, man, like, we might not be able to make a half an hour out of this. Well, we're, like we're every, over a half hour. Yeah, like so. everything else, we could make it a two-hour special. But That's right. That's all right. right. But thank you for joining in. Um, thank you for your support. Please give us some feedback. We'd love to hear from you. Um, I have heard some feedback from people in church. Good. Yeah. That's um, good. Very positive, mm-hmm. very positive feedback. Yeah. Um, more and more people each week are watching or listening mm-hmm. to the show. Right. So thank you for that. Um, share this with others. Like and subscribe on YouTube and share the podcast if you're listening. And we want to just want to get the word out. It's not about us. It's about the Lord. And we want to get his message to everyone to uplift them absolutely and if you have any topics you'd like us to talk about share them with us yeah and we'd love to talk about it i keep telling chad he's going to regret that one day but uh (laughs) he says he'll tackle anything say we tackled the end times and we made it uplifting that's right you know see so put chad to the test (laughs) (laughs) all right everybody that's it for this week and we will be back again next week hopefully we'll fill this chair next week